Hello all and welcome back. We need to talk presents the nap hour and a half hour because we all know nap time is an illusion. So yeah, it's probably not going to be a full hour. Also, you know, mamas ain't got time for much of anything else. If you know us, you love us, you understand us, be kind. It's mama's time. All right. So let's introduce ourselves, ladies, and then we'll get to our topic. My name is Tamaya. I'm one of your hostesses today. Please introduce yourself on the West Coast. Hello, this is Esther, and I have a screaming toddler in the background, so please extend me some grace. Absolutely. And <laughs> we got bath time, EE time, and toddler screaming time. Totally okay. Please introduce yourself down in the South. Hello, everyone. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, ma'am? Guys, uh, this is Shakima. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know your hostesses. You should know us by now. But before actually we get into our topic, we always got to do some type of driveway confession. Driveway confessions are the good mommy time when we all pull up to our house and just want to pause going inside for just a bit longer and admit to ourselves or to others in a safe space. This is a safe space. Something that is irking us, something that's interesting in mommy land. Do any of you ladies have a driveway confession to share with us today? I have a driveway confession. Let me think, let me think, let me think. I feel like there's always a driveway confession, but it's so much like every day that we don't necessarily know to title it as such. I... Hey, so... Oh, okay. I want to know about children and how how they learn how to manipulate parents. Oh, uh, girl, that's a topic. <laughs> the car and Trinity, like, you know, you know how kids like want to do the same thing over and over and over mm -hmm, again. Mm -hmm. We were playing a game and I said, I said, I'm tired. I don't want to play anymore. And she says, can you play just a little bit longer, please? Oh, all the manners that you never see in any other time of the day just no. came out. And I thought my my baby knows how to uh, put the moves on me, if you will, as well. He drops his head, that lip, that bottom lip pokes all the way out. He literally goes now when he wants attention for something or wants something specific. He changes his facial expression so fast to like, and he goes, "Mommy, look at my face! Look at my face!" I'm like, oh no, what's wrong with your face? It's a sad face. Why? Because I want Twizzlers. Like, do you just... <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like, should I even give you? Because <laughs> he knows there's no candy or no treat until after dinner or whatever the case may be. And what I've noticed is, at least for me, I, there's no win here. I don't know any sneaky ways to win, guys. I don't know any tricks. I just know to acknowledge, if I don't acknowledge, that's it's a whole nother level. I acknowledge it. And then if it's something, you know, I'll stick to my grounds. I will stick to my grounds. That's about it. It's not always pretty. Cause yeah. And then, but, some, and then he knows if he says something. So simple. <laughs> She'll be like, I just, I just want to go outside. I right, right. Oh, she's good. She's really good. Yeah. I don't know where she learned it from. Girl, <clears throat> the world, the family, the television, all the things. Um, 
I do. And then so I try to stick to my grounds. That's it. And then sometimes I'm weak. Like Magnus wants to sleep with me every night. And so he'll look at me like, I just want to lay with you. I just want to lay with you, mommy. And I'm just like, sometimes I give in. Wait, did you did you get hit with the, you're the best mommy in the whole world? No, she ain't go that far. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. your child. Woo! Yeah. Yes. Trinity yes. got the skills to pay the bills. Okay. <laughs> He, he does the whole, I love you, mommy, and then gives me a good hug when he knows I always want to hug. But no, she hasn't gone that far yet. I'm not the best mommy in the whole wide world yet. Dang. Look at the way she's looking at you now. Oh, my goodness. Well, listeners, we are weaklings. Um, We are weaklings. All we can do is say, acknowledge your child. And if it's important enough, <clears throat> stick to your ground. Just think of the bigger thing. Stick to your grounds. Like I know, I you know what I do know? I do do. If I say one thing first, I stick to it because they'll work hard to try to change that mindset or what I just said. And if I feel like if I turn now, then I lose my ground. So as hard as it is, like I'll say, you can't have no eat eats. I mean, no, no, no snacks until eat eat time. And then he starts whining and crying. And but mommy, I just want... And I have to sit there and think, like, this hurts me. But if I go back now, he's going to do this every time. So I got to stick to it. And that's what pushes me. The fact that I don't want to deal with this every time, every day. So I got to yeah, stick to my ground. I feel like they got more, um, what is it, more armor? Because they're learning new words every day. So mm. they're learning okay, new things. Mm-hmm. So much. You're my best friend. Well, definitely though. I even with their new words, girl. You don't stick to it. They just gonna keep finding new words to bend you. I don't have any. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But <laughs> I am at that stage where uh, it's really one of them uh, crying is his uh, way of giving attention. Mm. So it's a lot of like. I mean class a acting of just like cry on demand and then it'll just stop and turn into like a laugh in like two seconds once he's you know once he's got his attention wanted from you yeah. so yeah, yeah. I like you'll have a worse though Esther, because you have two minds and they'll plan together to try to get you so they'll yeah. be like that I'm twin mind bit yo yeah. I, I do i really do oh. i i send all my love you better pray <laughs> <laughs> They can bounce ideas off of each other and be like, no, this will work better. Like, <laughs> good, like the man. The cousins who are always like, no, can you ask? You know, she likes you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you ask if we can go spend the night in somebody's time. house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. She got mm -hmm. this. Esther's got this. I'm sure she would have read a thousand I mean, things by the time. As we all parents know, you don't have a choice, right? And I just saw a meme where they're like, you know, you can't tell if you're doing a good job at parenting because your supervisor is a chill is a child <laughs> and their feedback is just you know complete nonsense yes <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh that sucks what's it called the review mm -hmm. the uh, review <laughs> they will tell you if they don't like something well they won't like everything Unless it's what they wanted, so. Yes, yes. 
They like what they want. And if you don't give them what they want, you automatically get a bad review. So Exactly. Exactly. Can't yes. win out here. So don't try to, Kima. Just stick to it. Tell them if you don't stick to it now, they just gonna get worse. I think they're gonna know what right. to do. You just gonna you you just breathing it till they use you till you dried up. That's all I got for you, friend. I love you though. Well and then, yeah. Yep. Well, that was our driveway confession. Sorry if it wasn't inspiring to anyone, but it's real to everyone. So there it is. Um, Kima, please introduce our topic of the day so we can get that conversation going. Okay. Um, well, the title topic is how do we know and support different intellectual milestones when it comes to our children and them learning? about things and different topics okay 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 would you like to ignite our minds in this topic i feel like i feel like every single day like i said they learn new words i don't know where they're getting stuff from and they surprise me with what they know Mm. but but us as parents we're supposed to be teaching them as well and we do introduce new topics and new learning subjects. I mean, such as knowing the ABC song versus knowing actually what the letters look like. When when do their minds open up to where we can teach different things? That's what I want to dig it's, into. When do their minds open up to where we can teach different things? Yes. Like, like how do how does one know when when your child is ready for this versus when they're ready for this? Mm. Well, I will throw something even more to consider. Right? Again, we all have to as if this is hard home. enough. <laughs> yeah, is that like you know? One, I feel like you can't help but like compare. At least for me, like I can't help but compare minds, right? Because like that's all I know. And so it's, it's, it's so hard not to, I don't want to say I put them against each other, but again, right, compare them and realize like, you know, they are on totally different journeys Uh and that is in itself, like, you know, something that's really hard to sort of know how to handle, right? Yeah. Right. But and then how, you, how yeah. can you even help it? You know, you're a surveyor's yeah. dream. Two people yeah. at the yeah. same time, at the same age, with the same parenting. That is a surveyor's dream right there to see <laughs> how yeah. does one compare to the other. So no fault of your own. Carry on. Yeah. And but then to kind of add to that, you have those, I mean, they're not arbitrary, right? But they're quote unquote medical slash educational milestones, right? That you have to make sure your kids follow, quote unquote, as you kind of like get them checked up at the doctor. And I'm guessing also right when they start um, structured education at a Mm. school. And so you kind of have like those two, like, I mean, a lot of like different things coming at you as a parent. And it's like, for most of us, we're not professional parents, right? We're not professional like child uh, educators. So it's like, how the how am I supposed to like know if I'm <laughs> what is this that I'm like 
having to interact with and course correct if I need to course correct. <laughs> touche, touche, touche. Yeah, and I feel like even with like watching a movie, like I thought that I was going to have this cute little girl and at like two years old, we were going to sit and watch Disney movies and I found out her attention span is only 10 minutes or that. <laughs> this busted my dream and then I mean she's just now starting to actually watch a whole tv show maybe Mm. like if we do watch a movie she's like in and out and she might have one song that she likes but she only wants to listen to that song but like I just feel like I'm not sure when they pick up on things and I don't have anything to go by except like Esther like my other child like Trinity she to me she started talking later Haven's already talking Mm. and Haven is doing things so much faster because she's watching Trinity but right it's so different and you don't know what to go by and I know that um schools like when you start pre-k they have a guide to go by as what your child should be the level your child should be at but I mean each child is different so it's it's very interesting to watch I agree I feel like number one I, I almost like it when um I prefer us being in this kind of <clears throat> bubble to an extent yeah because and especially because all of our children were either born <clears throat> sorry right before we're in the midst of like the COVID world and all that kind yeah. of stuff so we've all been in this bubble only kind of getting information from each other the mm-hmm. you know the, the the friend moms that we have you yeah know, and of course the parents and stuff who had their own children but each generation is crazy different. So you can only give me but so much as well as each child being different. I think more kids should be in a, um, like what's it called? Milestone bubble, if you will, to an extent, because it's intimidating as hell. Like learning that, oh, this child is already doing this or that child is doing that. And then next thing you know, you're like, you know, com- comparing your children to all this outside forces is just as bad as social media and you as an adult end up and unconsciously comparing yourself to everybody else's life as they present it on this platform. It can be extremely intimidating. It can be discouraging. Um, I remember just looking up a YouTube video about potty training and learning that the chick had her, um, the woman had like her kids potty trained by like one and a half. Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, am I this far behind? You know, and like really wanting him to do that. Yeah. And then thankfully also ran to another video, a second opinion, where she's like, my first child took this long and this child took that long. So just wait for the signs from your individual child. And that gave me all the like, comfort in the world of okay okay he's not presenting certain signs so he's probably not ready and i'm not going to necessarily push him to be so those kinds of things um i feel like is as tempting as it is like like esther was saying to do that kind of comparison bit also pausing to reflect and being like children are different 
different learning styles, different everything. As I worked in a school, I know about the different learning styles. It is imperative and really should be in, intertwined into most of our schooling in this country, homeschooling, whatever schooling and beyond. Um, but the same thing goes for toddlers and babies at home. So, so I want to backtrack on that and maybe we don't have to like cover it right now, but definitely perhaps later on this episode or another full episode in of itself. But it's um, that gap, right, between us understanding that, um, right, everybody, right, children to adult have, like, progress at their own pace mm-hmm. on a lot of things. And then the gap is when we then require somebody to hit milestones for a particular position or whatever, Example, right? Like when you bought, when you talked about, when you were talking about the potty training thing, there are so many kind of daycares or like centers, right? Yeah. That requires your yes. child to be potty trained. Yes. And on one level, I understand, right? But on the other hand, I'm like, again, we are so strapped in this country, like USA, with just not having any safety, social safety net for mm-hmm. parents comes to just like you know childbearing right and then to have just an additional stop gate and something that like you have no control over but then you sometimes are forced to like or or forcing your child to like mid this milestone quote unquote because it's like it's literally you know get do I get to go to work or not (laughs) Right, you know, Required like, like by my, all outside my, my forces. family or not because of this one particular thing that I have no control over. Right, right, it's yeah. BS. And, <laughs> and when you talked about the bubble, I thought that was really interesting because we had Trinity in two thousand nineteen. Her first birthday was February twenty twenty. Literally, the world started getting sick in February. Mm-hmm. I think that's when I think we had it was. Like the week before her birthday, we were all like so sick and then everything closed. So she didn't have any, she was inside of the house for like that whole next year. Yeah. She saw, she used to see like a little child across the street and she used to be like, oh, like so happy. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't go over there. COVID. But that was interesting. And then, you know, we had her 2019. Then her first birthday. And then 2020, I got pregnant with Haven. Had Haven Mm. 2021. So we were in the house literally that whole time. Like nowhere. And thank God their their grandparents are here because that's who watches them because daycare is so expensive. Mm -hmm. But... But next year, training starts is going to start school regardless. So we got to, we have to start getting her somewhere. So it's, it, I think it's going to be very interesting when she starts interacting with other kids on a regular basis. Right. And she does interact some, but like when it becomes an everyday thing, that learning is going to be like fast. Mm hmm. And I think, and I think that's okay to even lean on that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, these freaking schools and daycares with all of their 
It's like the outside forces of the world just constantly want to push in their expectations yeah. on us and our children. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, all right, you got my money, so shut up and just, you know, do what mm-hmm. you got to do. Um, but, no, nah, I wouldn't even, I feel like, personally, Trinity's freaking brilliant. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, just the same way. And I've heard that a lot when the little, the younger child has a lot of influence from the other kids around them who yeah. are like older, they pick up a lot quicker. Um, and the same thing I feel like goes for children when they're around their own peers. So hold on. I don't think you got to do anything necessarily special. And that's for well, all your parents I, out there. I think she needs social, more social. Right. And that will come when she's in those like circles on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah. But it's so crazy because, like, you hear them talking and then they come up with a new word. Like, Trinity told me the other day, I apologize. I'm like, apologize? (laughs) (laughs) Where did you get that word? How do you know how to say that? Well, it's so funny. But I I feel like I'm like, oh, she, she might be ready to learn this. But is she? I'm not sure. And then she comes up to me. I'm like, hey, let's do this. Or, well, there was something that she wanted to do. I don't remember what it was. But, oh, yeah, we were having a conversation. And she said, I love the both of you, but I don't want daddy to put me to bed. Oh, my God. That's so precious. (laughs) (laughs) And she told me, and she said, I love both of y'all. But she doesn't. That is horrible. Yes. She tried to explain herself like I don't I don't want daddy put me back up. But I thought I thought we were all cool. I thought you like I love the both of y'all, but I don't want daddy put me back. That's the best thing ever. Like that was the first time she was like, but she Right. That she made that actual transition. That's so freaking great. Look, that's what I'm telling you, like I feel like and for all parents out there. As your child goes and grows, if you decide or just if it is a spark inside of you to whom, I wonder if they're ready for this. Try it. Shoot. What's stopping you? You know, try it and see. And you'll know right there and then. Let's not just, you know, don't be, you know, don't pause. Don't want, you know, just go for it and just see how they pick up. Or if you're like, I know, oh gosh, with Magnus, there was stuff that I have has been gifted to me that I've, I've gotten for him. And I remember pulling it out and being excited about it and I remember him playing with it like it was a toy ripping it up like like learning cards or yes. this, that, and, third. and then I'm like okay or or you know one thing that's supposed to be the like counting and all this kind of stuff he was just excited that it was a magnet part to it and everything else all these little pieces were going all over the place and I'm like okay not ready yet and I remember literally that moment in which I'm like I'm going to create a new bin. And I created a new bin, put all the more advanced things, quote unquote, into it that he wasn't quite ready to use for what it was used for. And I have it at the top of the closet where he can't reach it. And as he grows and progresses, I pull down a little thing at a time to see how he's developed now. But also, I feel like even with my kiddo, I um was very strict with what he just shared my experience, what he ingested. So like, all his shows, all his um, games, I've limited to like Noggin 
or PBS shows that were like learning shows in particular. So everything from like Blaze is like a car show with monster trucks, but it's an engineering show. So he comes out of the woodworks teaching everybody something and it's the cutest thing. My aunt and, the tw and my twin cousins had a video of him. They just gave him a bath and he was like, wait, I don't want to get out the bath yet. I'm waiting for the turbine. And they're like, excuse me? And he's like, the turbine. And they're like, well, what's a turbine? She says, a shovel go round and around. Waiting for the Aww. turbine. And he's waiting for the drain to go down so he can see. And they're like, did you just teach us what a turbine is? <laughs> and and they, they put that on Instagram. Aww. Or my mom, he's, he's getting babysit by my mom. And he gives mom one of my brother's old little fake bow and arrows. And he's like, pull, BB, pull. And as she pulls the bow and arrow, he goes, potential energy and she's like what he's like potential energy release oh. release oh. and so then she's, my mom's like Marky! like calling my brother like come listen to this baby talk about some you know and his little word centripetal voice and all these kinds of things and it is the most adorable thing ever but it's literally because i just surrounded him by fun shows but educational fun shows and I only let him like on his tablet, he plays Starfall or Noggin. Like Noggin is a prescription, uh, a subscription. I have no problem paying because all the games on it are like fun and learning from Peppa Pig to Blue's Clues, all learning at Paw Patrol learning games. So like, that's just something that I've done. So a lot of people would compliment that. Oh, he seems so advanced here and there. And again, I prefer my bubble. Cause I'm like, I just nod and say, okay, mm-hmm. But I don't want to get I don't want to get distracted by that because then if he doesn't reach whatever other level they feel like is advanced, okay. you know, is then oh he needs to work on that some more. You know what I mean? I'm like screw y'all. I'm going at the pace I want to go at. And I thought he was so advanced at one point. I bought all this stuff, and my child looked at that and said, "Nah, he smacked that stuff over <laughs> like it was blocks." And I'm like, touche. You watch I love this, <laughs> Maya, because it brings to mind a number of things. Mm -hmm. The first is, I think, a great suggestion slash tip for parents that you, you know, I don't know if like our listeners know, but like Maya is really big into like, you know, films. That's her jam. She's like, you know, an avid viewer, reviewer, consumer of like, you know, films and just mm -hmm. TV and all of that, right? So it makes complete sense for me that like, you know, one way that you impart knowledge and, you know, help your child is through that lens. Right. Um, and to that, I say, right, like as a parent, like lean on your strength in whatever like makes sense to you or make it easier for you. And if it's TV, like screw people being like, you know, don't do, uh, you know, TV time with your kids or screen time with your kids. Right. Because like if that's what like helps you and like kind of like a create a connection between you and your child, do right. it, please. Like don't do things that are hard on yourself because it's like what the quote-unquote experts are telling you if it's not harming your child in any way. Um, and the other thing that what that brings to me is along the lines of like, you know, respecting our child's sort of journey, right? Because, right, like you said, like Magnus was not into whatever thing you thought he was going to be into or even what you yourself might have 
want him to be into, right? Right. But I was encouraging that and, way. Yeah. And um and for us to kind of I think re, um kind of find the joy and the respect for our child in that. Um and that's something that uh like the Montessori method, which I'm like a big, big proponent of. Mm -hmm. uh, just wish it was very watered down, you know, explanation and version, right? But like the belief there is like, you know, playing, like the role of a child, not the role, but like if you want to say like a role slash job, which we don't really use, but like kind of what a child does is play. And through play, they learn. Right. Um, and you know, play will look and feel different through the household, you know, through different households, through different children. Like, uh, for example, my kiddos, right? Twins, like Maya said at the beginning of the episode, being obviously uh, raised in the same household with the same stuff, eating the same <laughs> things, you know, at least offering them the same things, you know? Um, and they could not be any different. Like, oh my gosh, like one is very much like, you know, he picked up uh, um, child sign language, um, not very easily, but like, you know, he uses that to communicate with us. He still right. hasn't like, done said verbal things yet fully. And he is very much like, you know, wants you to like watch him do things. He's very expressive. So he's very like emotional in that way. Um, the other one, like let him have a little car and he will be in a corner by himself just like trying to figure out how it works <laughs> you know and he's he doesn't really sign he kind of, you know <laughs> says words here and there but not with the same frequency and the same sort of like pronunciation at his brother but you can tell that like you know he is evaluating and playing and learning the world through his own ways right, right? and um, again, like I still am sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, like, should I push him to do this more? Should I like, you know, kind of <laughs> like <laughs> talk to him more, read to him more, like just all of that. And I have to like constantly just take a breather and be like, no, he's, you know, like I'm trying to make him one, um, fit into some sort of milestone model, right? right? Like, what like it's stressing me out for no right. reason and two it's like like he's still he's still growing he's still learning and he's and he's obviously as i can tell right like the way that he interacts with the world and his play is through independent play and it's through just trying to figure things out like he take him yeah. somewhere and what does he look at it's through power outlets he wants to know where power outlets are and how to basically get at them and like try to de deconstruct them. <laughs> Lord, why do they always be doing dangerous things? It's always the dangerous stuff. But no, I totally get that. I just saw a freaking GIF um, where it was this oh, a video where this woman was like, my twins couldn't be any different. I immediately thought of Esther and one child was smiling hard. And the other one had a straight stank face and, and it was cute. And we understood that it was different, but at one point the mom was like, you know, she left the smiling one alone. It was kind of just messing with the, with the serious one. Like, come on, don't you want to smile? 
And I was like, I love this, but also no, leave that baby alone. If he ain't smiling, because he don't have a reason to smile, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, that's the thing. We have that kind of pressure to make sure these kids reach whatever the outside world feels is acceptable to them. It can be as very, very small as it feels like small and insignificant as the hand they write with. My husband had very traumatizing experience because he's naturally left-handed where mm -hmm. he had family members trying to raise him to be right-handed. Mm -hmm could not and he still hates that to this day and um my stepson his firstborn um he felt like he could be a lefty but in the household that he grew up in he was raised to be a righty and so we don't know ultimately he's a righty right now but we don't all ultimately if that was the natural place and so because of that experience I found and bought with uh ergonomic ergonometrics whatever crayons that mm -hmm. literally are really cool. And no matter how you put them upside down or right side up, they're the exact same kind of hold and dip in the finger. So whether they're a lefty or righty, they can still draw. And I decided to get that because I didn't know, I don't know which one my, mm -hmm. our um second, his second born, my first born is, is three. So I'm like, I but, but that's because my husband went through that. A lot mm -hmm. of people don't even realize that that's a part of, different learning styles or different mm -hmm. something you just know you so you automatically put your child in the position to maybe write with their right hand i, I wonder yeah. how many people are actually left-handed and that's the thing exactly no because exactly there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of statistics that show that there's probably much more left-handed people then we know because they just never were yeah. given that chance or opportunity. They were always forced to kind of get comfortable with their right hand. So they even I, something as simple as that, you don't even think about it. It's just natural to you. I felt like they could be left-handed and I was so excited. Like, <laughs> like, Ooh. Right, something different, right. But, but you have some yeah. people who find it to be really wrong. Why? It's, it's crazy I mean, to I mean, me. We could, I mean, there's, Historical... Well, yeah, we could go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> there's... Touche, yeah. touche, touche. Okay but... That's a whole other thing. Um, connecting to that point, though, and I want to preface this by saying I am by no way shape, you know, um, expert or somebody who's gone through that experience, but what our conversation is bringing to mind as well, right, is people who are... Um, neurodivergent or do have what we would consider to be some learning um I don't know if like the correct term is the learning disabilities but at least like you know like different modes of learning mm -hmm. right um and again I think on the one hand it's we are I, I think it's like you know people are like we have we're seeing a higher number of people who are um identifying or being uh what's that word diagnosed with those things because we're finally realizing that like right like there are different ways of learning but also people do have a certain um maybe I'll say struggles but just um need different support I'll say that 
Um, right. That hasn't been deemed the default. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I think that's, that's where, again, um, the structured learning methodologies that, you know, we, oh, at least a lot of us have grown up with is being questioned and rightfully so, um, is that like, you know, for example, if you do have a kid who perhaps has autism, right? Um, until very recently, the, the stigma traveling taught was, oh, let's, let's find either a cure, like, you know, basically like, how do we make this child be more neurotypical, be more basically like normal, quote unquote, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, and that I bring this up to connect it with like, you know, that whole idea of milestone, uh, especially, you know, when, uh, kids are very young and, um, and we rightfully, so as parents are just very bombarded with like, you know, your kid has to hit this, you know, sort of set standards and, and weight and, and and like you know health and blah 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 mm -hmm. right um and if they don't like do this or they, they don't potty train by x time like do this or you need to do that and all of that um i think that just come like stress and pressure um sometimes leads us to do interventions that might be like I don't know how to phrase this but you know they're not it's not like they're harmful but like they at times <laughs> lead to at like even more added stress and I'm not saying like you know kind of like the autism and sort of like what you might consider to be like delays are not real they're very much real right and and it's good that we have certain checklists honestly to be like oh like you know or if they don't do this then perhaps like let's bring in a specialist or let's bring in a different way of doing things that uh, that I feel is a better response than oh they don't do this then you know either they're flawed or you know what we're doing is completely wrong and mm -hmm. um Therefore, like our parenting is wrong or our or kid or, you know, faulty. Yeah. Which I think like a lot of times, you know, like that's the thinking instead of, instead of like, oh, they're not doing this thing. Maybe it just, we just need to present a different way or provide them a different environment. Right. Go ahead, Akima. You kind of. It kind of reminds me of like you're focusing more on the problem, trying mm. to fix the problem instead of trying to elevate and teach them more things mm -hmm. or teach them. You're just trying to, oh, let's, let's try and figure this one thing out or let's try and fix them. Right. And they don't need to be fixed. Yeah. And I, I can definitely hop on that in terms of like what I was saying earlier, like, some parents may have had the stressors or the pressure that their child did not catch up. So then they feel yeah. like, oh no, I have to do all these things to get my child to a certain level. Whereas other parents, um, such as myself, felt the pressure that, oh, your child is super smart. Oh, your child is doing all this. 
which pushed me or pressured me at one point to try to push my child past where they were, to try to push them harder or further. Mm-hmm. Neither one is good. <laughs> okay, the peer pressure either way is not focusing on the child. It's focusing on whatever outside factors um, are, are you're applying to your child. Don't just let them let them be, let them learn, work with them. Like Esther said, pay attention to certain indicators in case, you know, um, you may need assistance, not in fixing them, but in yeah. making sure you're serving them the way you should be. Yeah. Making sure that if you don't know about, um, you know, the sensitivities of certain children with autism, that you go to the classes with them or on your own to figure out how you can best serve your child. At the end, you were serving them. They are not here to perform for us. They are not here for that. And also be completely gentle with yourself, as we usually mm-hmm. say in every episode, because like Esther was saying, I am a huge cinephile. So like I had daydreams and dreams of, you know, when I have my child, I'm going to be jogging with them and the <laughs> stroller and walking through the park. And we're going to be, shut your faces, we're going to be climbing trees and stuff and all this kind of stuff. You know, because there's an uh, image, there is an image mm-hmm. in your head mm-hmm. with the type of parent you want to be. You, yep. you either seen it on TV, you either seen it, you know, in, in your social media with other mm-hmm. people, you know, oh, they took their child out here. You see it when you're driving down the street and you see that mother with the stroller in the middle of the day, because apparently she don't got work, which is fine if she don't, just uh, lovingly pushing her child with a good jog and you're like that's healthy right there that's it that's it and I was pressured by that for a good long time until I realized you know what I like to watch stuff (laughs) I do like to go to the park now and then but for the most part I love the escapism that's in movies and shows sometimes and I really have more daydreams sitting with my child watching my favorite movie or movie I love to see if they love it and oh my god if my kid loves movies like I do this would be the best relationship I mean either way I'm gonna make it best but it would be the best relationship ever if we get to just sit and be like okay movie time movie time what's that um that Shaq gift just <laughs> where he's like with the cat and his little shoulders and shit, little shimmy, like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what brings me joy. And I'm like, and it had me to think when I think about my mom, mom wasn't freaking jogging anywhere with me. <laughs> like we weren't oh. jogging anywhere or anything like that. Yeah, we went out places and we went out places into amusement parks and did all these things. Hold on went out and stuff every now and then but most of our memories are inside video gaming with my dad or watching the same movie with mom because it's her favorite and it always feels good for us to say the same lines at the same time and and I think I have a great relationship with that woman so like that might be my (laughs) version of parenting so the same way we have different versions of teaching our children and the milestones and learning that they go through we also need to acknowledge that in ourselves, that we don't necessarily fit in cookie cutter mm-hmm. um, mommyhood either. And so our learning curves need to be just as, we need to be just as open and grace-filled as we are with our children as we to ourselves. And to add to that, be aware, right? That especially in this day and age, um, when we do go, 
searching for, you know, perhaps like support or just like things to do. And we eventually like end up in like, you know, some sort of social media account and all of that, right? 99% of people are trying to sell you something. Yes. Um, and a lot of selling is making you feel that you're missing out on something, that you're inadequate in some way by not having that particular product, methodology, thinking, whatever, right? I bring this up because it's very easy. And obviously I'm, you know, somebody who falls into that a lot. And I, again, need to like sort of take a step back and reevaluate, like, right? It's very easy to say, oh, you know, like, for example, like right now where I'm at, right? My kids are not sleeping through the night, you know, 10 hours plus, you know, what can I do? And then you go into, you know, sort of like, you know, the rabbit hole of like just <laughs> internet. And it's like, oh, you should do this. Have you done that? Like you, your kids should be able to do this. Or no, like your kids shouldn't be really doing this. And it's sort of like a lot, at least for me, like I get overwhelmed very, very easily. <laughs> and I know, right, like the big industry of like, you know, coach, you know, sleep coach and all of those stuff. And if that is what is needed for your household and works for you, by all means, right, like go about it. But I want to say, right, kind of tying this in with our topic about milestone and just like overall, like learning methodologies is that if that is not what you want to do, and if that's not what makes sense for you, you know, as a parent, for your child, for your children, you don't have to do it. And right. what makes, and what basically like helps you sleep at night better, if that again is doing no harm, do it. If, you know, for example, like giving your kids cereal every day is what like, you know, is allowing your kid to like eat something and, you know, you to kind of have the time and like the moment to breathe and like make your own food, do that. If like, you know, um, going in a park and letting your kid run wild for a bit to get that extra energy out, do that. Like just work with both what your child is giving you and also like what you, you know of yourself and what you're capable of. Like don't turn into somebody that you're not because again at the end of the day you're gonna be the one who's stressed and that stress is gonna come out and how your relationship with like yourself your partner if you have one and your kid um and to kind of add another thing to that is like do seek out help when you think that like you know your your you have perhaps like a weakness or lacking something. For example, like me and my mom, like I have very young siblings. So it was me and my mom for a while and, you know, kind of help trying to help them with like their homework and whatnot. And I realized like me and my mom, we are not, oh my gosh, we are not teachers. We have no patience. We do not know how to really explain concepts mm -hmm. in a way that is digestible. That's not about y'all. That's about me. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, like, like teaching is like, it's an art skill. So like to be able to like explain complex concepts to people Girl, who are you know, yes. like younger minds. And that was not us. Like there is a whole thread about. That's me. Well, 
parents, I won't just say black parents, but parents yelling at their child, two plus two? <laughs> if Billy went to the store with two apples, came back with one apple, how many apples did he love? <laughs> and, you know, when you've kind of, if you've gotten to that point, right? And you're able to either is, you know, by having like, you know, hiring like some sort of tutoring service or just like perhaps putting them in some after school activity or just like tapping in your network of like family, neighbors, whatever, who can like help you out and you border something, like do what you need to do to like um, deaden the help. Because again, like when you are forcing somebody to like stay in a path that just not working, right? Either again, right? It's helping with their homework or like with their sport or just activities, right? And it's like, it's like pulling teeth. Why are we pulling teeth? Yeah. Either it's like, again, it's like at, when you get to that point, it's time for course correcting and, and pivoting. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you said teaching, I am, I am a horrible te teacher. I wouldn't say like a horrible teacher, but it takes me a long time to explain things. I oh, have. To I know I'm horrible. Like I, like yeah. I said, I cannot teach things to younger people. I can teach adults, kind of right, like because I can use you know analogies or terms that like I know. Oh, Shakima is gonna like understand. But I'm so but like like trying to teach somebody something because I feel like you have to know how it started from the very beginning and mm -hmm. we got our way through you can't just be like two plus two is four you gotta be like well there's one two three four five mm -hmm. <laughs> like just that and I don't know how people do it <laughs> it, it's difficult but but I feel like we can we can get there we can get there learning how to teach yes well i love you i'm a little more confident ma'am yeah i love it i love it he was like we, like we i said we could get it is not me <laughs> agree i can definitely agree um just in closing especially mm -hmm. like i remember when in college um and that means college people, college. I had an experience in which I was having a little too much fun in college. And oh, okay. um, first semester, got an actual F, probably my first F, and I don't know, like ever, or enough time for me to remember, and mathematics. And my parents decided that my weekends were no longer an option. Oh, <laughs> it took away my weekends, it took away my parties, and I had to go to my aunts because she's an excellent mathematician, loves it. But that just leans into what Esther and uh, Kima is saying, you know, they knew I needed help, but they weren't teachers. So they went into, the, they reached out to their resources to make it work for me. And secondly, I can say for older children, um, like Esther was saying as well with her siblings, me, I have a stepson who is 14 now. Woo! And he is not used to homework. He is not used to any of that. He just came to live with us. And he is now an honor roll student, which is great. But even that, I don't try to lean as hard on school grading either 
that's a whole nother discussion. Won't get into that. But what I will say is um, lean into your strengths because I know I'm not a good teacher. I know I'm not a teacher, especially for mathematics, but I know that the same way I'm a cinephile, I'm also a bookie and I love Mm -hmm. books. I love reading. That is my strength. And I am pretty good at teaching that. But like Esther was saying, it felt like pulling teeth at one point, having him read particular books just at home and present us with a little book report after Mm -hmm. reading the books to the point where we found out he was lying, not reading all the chapters, skipping around because it was pulling teeth at that point. He didn't like writing book reports. And for a while, it was just frustration and anger that why are you lying? Why aren't you just doing the work? And then recently, like literally recently, I just stopped like, this is is harder than it should be. What Mm -hmm. else can I do to make this work? And so I pivoted in a way of how about I pick out a book that seems interesting that I can both read at the same time. So that way, instead of maybe him writing a book report, maybe we just have a discussion after we read every few chapters together. And that would make it kind of cool because it also could help with the bonding. And I don't know if it's going to work, but dang it, I'm trying it. And that's the point we're trying to give you guys, all you listeners, try whatever you think, you know, oh, is my child ready for this? Present it, see how they react to it, see how they feed off of it. Oh, my child isn't learning this way. Oh, why aren't they catching up? Why aren't they? Stop it. Breathe. Yeah. Pivot. We're, we're starting to workbooks turn that reminds me like you have to kind of learn your child like I know her attention span is short so I bought the pre-k workbooks but it's one's math one's shapes and colors one's alphabet but mm-hmm. instead of, I, I kind of put it to like a 30 minute class and I'll do like one or two pages out of each book because yeah. I know she's not, not going to want to just sit there and learn for a long amount of time right in most kids they ain't beat so yes exactly pivot pivot to what your child and that's excellent that you even know your child like that to make that adjustment most people myself included would be like yeah. it says you're supposed to do 40 minutes do 40 minutes yeah. and when your child like hey you know does not fall in line then it's that pulling teeth aspect it shouldn't have to be we have to learn to pivot and be yeah. open be open everyone to everything yeah I just get so excited when when you see them do something new like when she circled something on the page and then I said hey you got to circle this one and she circled it and I didn't even have to hold the pencil or anything for her and I was just, <laughs> I was just so excited the little joys the little joys in life or even their little joys mommy I did it I don't know how many times I hear that from my my little guy and it's the best thing in the world yeah so, yeah yeah be open guys don't let milestones hold you back mm. and what's what do you always say esther be kind to yourself gentle yes. and extend yourself grace please extend yourself all of the grace mm-hmm. all of the grace all right guys i think this was an excellent excellent episode anyone have any last inputs before we close this on out Hope everyone has a great week of trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Have a great week of trying.
All right. And so please follow us, review us, support us on all your podcast listening platforms. Remember, this is the nap hour, not in a half hour. You know what it is. Um, and we love you all. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind. Bye.